Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about a ton of trotters, forgotten lines, the Nintendo Wiffy, and Slim Shady standing up. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. us we are back face to face doing a full episode doing a full episode for the first time maybe in a month probably in a month I think. yeah yeah it's been a while have you missed us nobody's even noticed <laughs> <laughs> but we're back anyway <laughs> to echoing demand <laughs> and we've all been watching the euros i'm sure everyone in the country has been watching the euros probably haven't they i have been i've been watching quite a lot of it have I've, you? Man- I've managed to catch quite a f- I say quite a lot. Mm. More than one game a month is quite a lot of yeah, football for me. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I've started watching more and more as the tournament's gone on as well. I've actually found... so To start with, I thought it might be a bit boring. And actually, as the tournament's gone on, I've actually found it more and more interesting. As like Obviously, you get unusual results, freak results, and like uh, Macedonia drawing with... Was it Macedonia drew with Italy? No. No. Who did it do with France? Hungary grew with France. Hungry. That was a big game. Um, there's been a few like shock results like that, and like Germany almost going out to Hungary. Yeah. That was huge. That was a great night. That was a good game. That that game and France Portugal. That was last night. Was I, I watched the France Portugal yeah, game. Yeah, so did I. And we had we had the Germany one in like picture in picture. Oh uh, right, yeah. Laptop <laughs> <laughs> by the top of the thing. It was smart so, TV. Smart TV. Yeah, it was so exciting. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, that one was back and forth, and it mattered to England because England played second yeah. in the group. Yeah. So we've now got the Germans at Wembley, which will be a. It's probably that and the Portugal. Who Portugal? Belgium. Those are probably the two ties of the second round. I think. Yeah, and. If any other team were playing like Germany, you'd fancy mm, England. Yeah. But it's Germany. Yeah. Germany... Find looked, a way. They've looked so bad, really, throughout the tournament. That Portugal game, even in the Portugal game, they played quite well going forwards, but they looked shaky at the back. Yes, and they let yep. two goals into Portugal, who I don't think are that good, Portugal, really. They believe this is their like goal, second golden generation. Portugal do. Yeah. I mean, Ronaldo's still good, but I don't really rate anyone when else. you got... <laughs> And he's still got Pepe in defence. Yeah. Something's going wrong, isn't Pepe's it? Pepe's like 65 <laughs> or something, and he's getting his bus pass soon. <laughs> he got to the games in his bus pass. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I would have preferred to play Portugal, personally. Although I think like, so. Every team in that group was a bogey team. I, I was really cheering for England not to win the group because I just did not want to cross with that group. But if 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 you were to have a little bit of confidence in England mm-hmm. and you could see past that Germany game, it is yeah. The route is easier. The route is so much, like that it's, side of the draw is so much better. Yeah, there's only the Dutch who are really any good as well. As, yeah, and we've just got to beat Germany, and then we probably play Sweden, who we've beat at the World Cup last time. Yeah, and then we play the Dutch, who the Dutch look good. Yes, they that did. That would yeah. be a really good game. So yeah, you're right. If if we can beat Germany and it's at Wembley, like we've got everything in our favour. Then so things are going well, but <laughs> penalties Germany win. <laughs> penalties Germany win probably. <laughs> Although England started scoring penalties recently, haven't they? Like yeah. every penalty shootout England have had, they've scored loads of them. So one Maybe. one penalty shootout. That Croatia one. Well, they had one in the Nations League as well. Uh, yeah, Pickford scored did, one, didn't yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it anyway. I'm excited yes. for it. It's yep. a bit of a break now, and I'm excited for when it starts back up again. Can't think of a segue, so we'll just talk about <laughs> some sports headlines. <laughs> Did you hear about the Globetrotters going into the NBA? You heard yep. about this? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Um, on condition that they're allowed to win every game. Well, I mean, that's the Globetrotter way, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> those are the rules. <laughs> they never lose. <laughs> yeah, that's obvious. Well, they just want to be in the NBA and, and win the championship. No travels, cool. No, not allowed cool travel <laughs> no no traveling that's not <laughs> if you referee yeah they get to bring their own referees that's what it is <laughs> essentially <laughs> so that they can pull their pants down <laughs> spank them and stuff that's what they do with the refs <laughs> but this is real like the Globetrotters are they want to go into the NBA this is a big thing do you think they'll do well I don't know. Well, can they can, never lose, do can they? they actually play basketball like they can shoot they can definitely shoot and they've got some tricks yeah but I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> like I've been, I really don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think so. I've been pl- watching the NBA playoffs recently, and they're aggressive. They're real physical. <laughs> I honestly think they'd probably actually get battered. They probably and lots of children would cry. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's what I want to do. <laughs> Your heroes are taking them down. <laughs> Backseat Coaches presents WWE. Bracket S. It's time for another world's weirdest event. Yes. Bracket Sport. Yep. Um, my names are Cryptic. Cryptic. Okay. Let me dig out the phone that has the names on. I even came with names prepared this week, which they're on your phone because you get people to text you them, don't you? <laughs> yeah, they're texted <laughs> in from the public. <laughs> so you can be. Uh, you've got a Dutch theme this week. Oh, very good. Probably because of the football. I didn't really think about it. Yeah. But, um, so you can be the fat tulip. Yep, like a fat lip. You can be the windmill wanker, like like a windmill, and <laughs> and you. <laughs> and I thought his finisher, like me as a windmill, <laughs> his finisher would be the wanker's windmill because he just windmills his arms around <laughs> and batters people. I'm just gonna walk like this, and if you get in the way, you get in the way, you're a wanker. So. <laughs> or you can be stomp you flat. Because it's really Cause flat. Because Amsterdam's real flat. Or Holland in general is real flat. I like fat tulip. The fat tulip. You yep. can be the fat tulip. Um, your names are cryptic as to what we might be doing. Okay. So you can be the bog trotter. Okay. Like Boris bog trotter. Uh, Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was going, one was big cake, name? thank you. Yeah, Boris Bogtrotter. He's the boy who eats the big cake in Matilda. Uh, so yeah. you stole it. Roald Dahl's going to come for you. Um, I have stolen that one. I was going to um, say it afterwards. Oh, okay. Once, once you know what we're doing. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, that, that one that. has been stolen, okay. but it was just too good to, to leave. Mm-hmm. The OS Mac. I quite like that. That's quite good. Or... Come past me and I'll jab you. <laughs> With your compass. <laughs> and then I'll draw a nice circle. <laughs> I like that one. I'll be come past me and I'll jab you. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so I'm assuming this is some sort of uh, orienteering or it something? Is. Bog orienteering? Um, not bog orienteering, but apparently a bog trotter is what orienteering people call people who like walking 
in boggy places. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who likes that? <laughs> <laughs> Bog trotters. But are these like they're talking about non orienteers or actual orienteers who like boggy Actual orienteers okay, who right, like okay. boggy conditions. So these are specialists. Yeah. Right, <laughs> like um uh horses. <laughs> horses for courses. Do you reckon they've just got massive feet? <laughs> That's what makes them good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Big paddle of feet. Well he does have an advantage. He's <laughs> a proper bog trotter, that lad. <laughs> so we are doing a form of orienteering okay. called rogaining. Rogaining, okay. So it's an orite- orienteering sport of long distance in teams of two to five people. Mm-hmm. And essentially you choose which checkpoints you visit within a certain time limit with the aim to maximize your score. Okay. So... Each checkpoint is given a score depending on how difficult it is to get to. Okay. So you could choose either to hit loads of... Uh, Low-valued ones. Low-value, easy ones, or try and hit some of the more difficult ones. Yeah, the high-value. So at the beginning, you'll all be given all the checkpoints. Right. And so... You have to try and map. Do you get a little bit of time route. at the start to to map your route, or you got to go and map on the way? Um, I don't know actually. Mm. The sort of the the championship events are twenty four hours. Oh right, okay. So, so you, you have probably take a bit of time. Yeah, to you think have about lo- it. Um, and like some there's like a base camp, so you might at any point come back to the base camp yep. to eat or sleep. Yeah, and, and then go out again. Repair your wounds yeah. <laughs> that you've got like, getting past Dry- tigers and stuff. I don't understand what's making them hard, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dry your shoes from bog trotting. <laughs> <laughs> Just rest your bog trotters on there. <laughs> so the the so, a, a row gain can be as short as two hours, but generally oh, okay. they are sort of six to the twenty-four hours, and the championship that, okay. events are twenty-four, 24. hours. Okay, um, it differs from normal orienteering because in normal orienteering events you have to hit the checkpoints in order, yeah, and it's generally route, the it? fastest person, right, or or team, or team, yeah, um, to hit all the checkpoints, yeah. Um, whereas this, like, you might be hitting checkpoints nobody else is hitting at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's some sort of strategy to it, basically, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Orienteering. So I think the difficulty generally comes from terrain and altitude. Like, Oh, really? Like, a checkpoint might be at the top of a hill. Yeah. Or mountain. I don't, I don't know how. Okay, so it's more the fact that it's hard to run up the hill. Yeah. Then no, it's not going to be you're going to need oxygen because it's so high up. No, no. <laughs> so that's putting up a massive like massive poles that you're going to get to <laughs> build ladders to get to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the middle of a lake. <laughs> yeah. Is there so? Is there any aspect of it's it's just orienteering? You, there's no. You don't need to take tools or anything to get to some of these things. Uh, not in a normal rogaine. Mm-hmm. There are like there are c- cyclo gains where it's done on mountain bikes. Okay. There are what they call padlo gains, where it's on a body of water and nice. you can use any sort of human-powered craft, so yeah. like a paddleboard or a kayak or. I don't know what else there is, to how, be honest. Pe- Pedlo. Did... <laughs> <laughs> I think you just get drunk and falling all the time. 
How do they make the them harder to get to on water? I don't know on water. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't go much into. No, I can't. Uh, I can't figure that out gaming. unless it's on unless it's on rivers where like there's fast flowing bits that might be quite hard to navigate in that. Yeah. But on bodies of water, I can't. I can't work out how that would be then harder. Or if you all start downstream. And you get loads of points if you manage to get to the furthest one upstream. Yeah, but so if you manage that, then cool. you're probably going to win. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no real strategy to that. You just keep going, <laughs> yeah. keep going until you can't anymore. Yeah, yeah. Unless, Unless the body of water is the Atlantic, <laughs> <laughs> and this one is at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. So good luck. And that's worth two points. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you think they have like? any of them they have like a golden snitch one where you just win if you get it like it's so difficult that no one's ever going to get it protected but it's by lions there. and tigers yeah, and... yeah. it's like three-headed <laughs> dogs like <laughs> um, chamber maybe stuff. maybe yeah th- there are there are also like enduro gain events which are or have been 50 hours long Ooh. um and then sort of i don't know is the os the is the orienteering really a part of it then or is it just i guess it depends how far away again things are (laughs) (laughs) it could be across the continent (laughs) what i I, what i don't know is whether you can hit the same one no i don't think you'd be able to hit the same ones i can't imagine that that would be allowed no no just find a really just one that you just spam constantly (laughs) like laser quest (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is definitely why i play laser quest just run out of three ones that are easy Um, really popular in Australia, really? which seems really dangerous to me. Yeah, there's all, well, maybe that's what makes it dangerous. Like you get high points for the ones in the spider's nest. Yeah, <laughs> in the giant um, spiders that will eat um, the nest. Like so, they do them like in the bush. Oh my! Like word. around around Alice Springs, where it's like a thousand degrees centigrade. Yeah, and no and, water. And, and only things that can kill you live there. Yeah, that's all that lives there. Um, <laughs> giant scorpions. Yeah, so lots of the world championships have been held in Australia. They've had lots of winners from Australia. Lots mm. of winners from, like, Eastern Europe as well, like Estonia and stuff. Okay. Seems quite popular there. Yeah. Started in 1976. Okay. Was the first, like, Rogaine, but the first world championships were held in 1992. Mm. And then, weirdly, it was held every two years between 1996 to 2012. Mm-hmm. And then annually between 2012 and 2017, and then has been biannually since then. What? So maybe if you can find the world championship, <laughs> you qualify. You get more points to find the harder ones to find. <laughs> very clever. That's very meta. <laughs> but they, they do actually have qualifying events. Okay. Um, so it is that popular yeah i mean from what you're saying like the, it sounds like it's quite a popular thing. i've never heard of it the, but I, I think it sounds fun like it sounds like it's sort of like it doesn't necessarily sound like you have to be super fit to do well at it so no. long as you've got a certain set of skills yeah so if you're a good climber say if it's at the top of yeah once the hard ones or the top of mountains or whatever and uh i Get good orienteering skills as well because yeah, if if you to be able can to actually find it yeah and if and if you can uh, plat, yeah. plot Finding a really route. efficient route yeah, through yeah. loads yeah then high valued ones you're going to do quite well yeah definitely so uh, yeah I think the maybe even more so than just 
going to checkpoint A, B, C, D, E in order, mm. this might require more orienteering I, yeah, skills, definitely. more I've, advanced I've orienteering so. yeah. skills. I, because I don't, I don't know if you get. Do you reckon you get the point values before you go, or do you reckon you have to look at them and decide that one's going to be really hard, so it's going to be a high value one from just from looking Ooh, at the map? Because I that think that's an extra, yeah, yeah. that's an extra little wrinkle. Yeah, because just from looking at a map, you can quite often tell. Like if you can read maps with the contours, yeah, then you could say, "Well, that's at the top of a massive hill. That's going to be really high points." Yeah. So, but you'd have to be good at orienteering to identify. <laughs> you get some people who have just no idea. They're just traipsing up like massive hills. <laughs> I think it's up here somewhere, boys. <laughs> just spread out. We'll find it. <laughs> These circles mean downhill, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a golf club. <laughs> I'm going to the golf club. <laughs> I've had enough. And would you rather? It's time for Would You Rather. Yep. And it's been so long, I can't remember what last week's was because it wasn't one last week, but I can't remember the last one we did. Nope. So if the internet wants to tell us <laughs> what they think <laughs> without me asking them, they're welcome to. <laughs> Would you rather listen to this or... <laughs> or not? <laughs> I think our listener statistics tell us the answer to that, don't they? <laughs> so with the Euros being on, yep. I thought of a... Um, apt would you rather okay so would you rather see england win the euros this year mm-hmm. or have played with the england team in 96 96 when they lost in the semi-finals okay okay not 66 I was, no. I was, if it was 66 i know what the answer is yeah <laughs> <laughs> in 96 would I rather have played in that Southgate team when they when Southgate blazed it over the bar? Yeah. You, you you can't change the result by you playing though. Oh, so I can't make Southgate not take the penalty. No, no. <laughs> the um, result still stands. Would you rather lose the '96 semi-final? Yeah. Or watch England win? Watch England win this, this one. Year. That's interesting. So I was talking to my brother the other day and. Euro 96 is the first major tournament that I remember. Yeah, yeah. It was massive, wasn't it? It was yeah. massive in the country. And I was talking to him, and he was born in 1997. So and so he remembers it well. <laughs> he was possibly a Euro 96 baby. It's possible. <laughs> it's not beyond the bounds. <laughs> Your dad's so excited when they got through to the semi-final. <laughs> my mother became impregnated. <laughs> and my mum listens to this, so enjoy that, mum. <laughs> um, so... I, that is it is a tournament that is very dear to my heart. Although I don't really remember the football because I wasn't really into football. When I was yeah, a kid. I was more into cricket. I, I, I more just remember the atmosphere. Yes, it was <laughs> kind of what got me into football and the complete deflation when yeah, you went out. Yeah. I remember that very vividly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember waking my dad up when England had beaten the Dutch because I'd gone to bed. I didn't. I wasn't watching the game. And I went to talk to Dad to see what the score was. And he was like, oh, it was 4-1. Yeah, it was an a hat incredible was like, game. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And that, like, the whole country sort of set on fire at that point. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that team is really treated with that much reverence. Like, Shearer, Shearer is, but Shearer is also a good club player. Like, he yeah. won the, the premiership with Blackburn and 
Um, then went to his hometown. Yeah, club. and scored like he's had scoring records in the Premiership for a long time. So he's a good club player who also was revered for being England, like a big England goal scorer at the time, but not not quite like that whole team. I don't know much of the rest of the team. Southgate seaman, obviously. Uh, we've seen Paul Ince, maybe. Was that yeah, Paul Ince, Paul Scholes. Do you reckon it was Scholes? Or was it before yeah. Scholes? Teddy Sheringham, probably Teddy Sheringham. Oh, Sheringham was yeah. for sure. But Tony Adams. Tony, yeah, probably Tony Adams. Sol Campbell. Yeah, yeah maybe I a little. Think it was might have been slightly before Sol Campbell, but yeah, it's again, it's not it's not a team that you don't remember that team like you remember the '66 World Cup team. No. Everyone knows all the names in that team. No, the Bobby Moores and your Bobby Charlton and Jeff Hurst. Like those names are etched in history. Whereas the '96 team, it, it was a great atmosphere at the time. Yeah. But it has been surpassed. Not surpassed, but, but it has been forgotten uh, uh, somewhat. At that time was the uh, Football's Coming Home yeah. song. Yeah. And that's The, the like weird thing is stuck. that they're more famous than the team. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remembers the Skinner and Vadil's 96 yeah. song. No one remembers the team. So if the question is, could I have sung that song, <laughs> have written that song, that's the one you want to write it. <laughs> <laughs> then I would definitely know. I think I would rather watch England win it this time. I think the the only the only thing is whether people remember that team or not. Getting that far in a home tournament is yeah. going to stick with them. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's a home tournament, wasn't a, it? Yeah, yeah, I think that is going to stick with them longer. Than the feeling we'll get watching. I think watching England win it yeah. will be quite fleeting for us. Yeah, possibly. Or has that probably stuck with them for a long, long time? Yeah. Uh, so maybe England the winning... disappointment stuck with them for longer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they only got to the semi-finals and yeah. didn't win it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and England winning the Cricket World Cup. I so I sat there and watched that. And I still, if I watch the highlights of it, I still get that same feeling that I felt on the day of the sheer delight when they won it. It was amazing. I imagine Alan Shearer gets that watching that Netherlands the Dutch game, game back. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. And you would have been in that team. But we didn't win it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't win it. We went out in the semi-final but, <laughs> to Germany as well. But if... But when 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 England win it this time, yeah. we, me and you, won't yeah. have won anything. We won't. We no, but we won't have won anything either if we're in the '96 team. <laughs> yeah, but at least <laughs> we'll have won the the Dutch game. <laughs> yeah, we would have been the Dutch and yeah. what Tunisia. <laughs> yeah, Tunisia in the Euros. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I don't think that '96 team was the team to be in. I think interestingly, the '90 team in the World Cup which is before my memory but is the Gaza yeah the Gaza Tears yeah. team that team is remembered probably more so yeah probably. That, because it was a World Cup and it was Gaza and Lineker and the Tears and all that that team's probably more remembered I think than the 96 team despite the fact they only got to the same stage but it was it was a World Cup yeah rather than... but that doesn't sort of roll off the tongue no, quite really. as well for my would you rather no it doesn't <laughs> I, I can only play with the, you can only play the opponents that you come up against can't you? <laughs> as England say when they go well in tournaments um, so yes I will watch them win this year thank you I'll take that one <laughs> well there you have it <laughs> there you have it folks it's down to us <laughs>
Would you rather? I've got a game for you this week. Excellent. And it is called It's a Beautiful Game. Turn off the console, disengage the brain. In spite of any glitches, it's a beautiful game. Turn off the console, disengage the brain. In spite of any glitches, it's a beautiful game. Wait. Yeah, that's the description. You've decided <laughs> it's a beautiful game. I have, yes. <laughs> so, this is regarding computer games, sporty nice. computer games. Um, we have a few questions about sporty computer games. It's back to sort of an old school quiz. We haven't done one like this for a while, where it's just a load of rubbish and <laughs> just the actual quiz stuff. Excellent. <laughs> so, what I haven't done is... So, when I write my quizzes... I always put the correct answer at the start. Yep. And what I haven't done is change that. So you could just go the first answer each time. <laughs> so I'm going to have to, with my one hand, <laughs> try and change all the letters and then remember what letters I tell each each thing is. And then it's really hard not to do like a pattern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Normally I try and randomise it as much yep. as possible. But... <laughs> so we'll see. You might get 7 out of 7 on this. <laughs> Play the man. <laughs> yeah. So question one. Which of these was not a special of an unlockable character in a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game? A. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it A, the fourth the force grab? Is it B, the monster manual? Or is it C, the spidey grind? Spidey grind. Which was n- which of these was not a special. a special of an unlockable character in the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game? So the other two are specials yep. of a character you have to unlock. Of an unlockable character, yeah. The same character? No, different characters. Right. Of unlockable characters in the uh, Tony Hawk's games. Excellent. Did you play any of the Tony Hawk's yeah, games? Yeah, Pro Skater. Uh, two. Two, yeah. Tony Hawk's 2 was the best, man. I <laughs> loved that game. I completed that game. Oh, yeah? There's not many games. I think my I've... brother did. Yeah. I don't complete any games, <sighs> apart from Lego Harry Potter, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Star Wars, that's another game that I completed. Oh, There's yeah? not many games that I've completed in my life, like fully completed. Yeah. But that is one of them. Lego Star Wars <laughs> and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Got all the stats for all the different people. Wow. Did all the levels. I just loved it. It was yeah. so good. I remember the Philly level being quite good. Don't know what it was, the, and the school level being really frustrating. School school two was the best. I love that level. I didn't like the school. You had to level. ring all the bells. Yeah, you had to like wall ride up and ring the bells. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so, do you remember any of the unlockable characters? Is no the main question. I guess yeah. No. If you didn't complete the game, you probably wouldn't have gone. There was some. There was some. Although I think you had to do them by cheat codes. Actually, I don't think you got them for winning the game. Maybe you did. Can't remember. There were some were just like the same characters. But with different skins. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, oh, you could put in cheat codes to be like. Oh, I can't remember. That's probably what you need like, to remember. Because <laughs> I think they were cheat codes. Yes, Spider Man. Yes, I remember Spider Man. Good. Um, so the Spidey Spidey Grind. The Spidey Grind was one. Definitely yeah, one. See. What were the other? Uh, Force Grab or Monster Manual. Monster Manual. 
Who could that be? Mm. Just trying to think of the other people. I think, like, my brother played it more, Mm -hmm. and I've just watched him, I think. Yeah. Once he unlocked Spider-Man, he probably just played with Spider-Man all the time. Yeah, probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely did. (laughs) It was real fun. Yeah. Um, Force grab sounds like it could be a thing. Mm -hmm. Like a Star Wars character. Yeah. But I don't remember that. Like Darth Maul, mm-hmm. that but that was before Darth Maul's time. When was when was Phantom Menace? Ninety nine. I was going to say ninety nine, yeah. but it's literally. I saw it as a kid, and I didn't know anything about. So I didn't see any of the other Star Warses. Right. And yeah. I loved Darth Maul. He was my favorite. Yeah. So I think it probably was. I think I was in primary school, so it was probably around around early two thousands, late ninety nines. Monster Manual. Hmm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the fourth, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say A. You're going to say A isn't one. Isn't one. What, incorrect. (laughs) You had it, it was Darth Maul. He was the (laughs) other character, yeah. (laughs) Because I imagine it must have come around the right time. Yeah. Like, Darth Maul was such a cool character. He was, yeah. I loved Darth Maul. I didn't like much of those early, those prequel Star Wars films but Darth Maul yeah he was legendary uh, the monster manual I was going to say it was Frankenstein's monster if you'd asked but you didn't ask no. so you <laughs> and that was fair. yeah Spidey Spidey grind you got that one right Spider-Man was unlockable I think on Tony Hawk's 2 I think yeah. he was unlockable yeah. I don't remember which one I don't remember playing as Darth Maul but apparently he was unlockable on really? one of the Tony Hawk's yeah. maybe three or four possibly Oh, okay then, because I was strictly, strictly. I played all. I played all of the Tony Hawks up until Tony Hawks Underground Two, which was like the sixth game. I played (laughs) all of them and completed all of them. (laughs) Not to the same level as Tony Hawks Two, though. Tony Hawks Two, I literally completed it with all the different characters, whereas the others, I completed it with just got all the levels and then. Is that the one with the air hanger? Tony Hawk's 2, yes, yeah. I think that was the first yeah. level, yeah. That's really the, that's yeah. the only one I really played. That was awesome, yeah. Not the air hanger, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. The game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was such a great game. It's like genuinely one of the things of my childhood that I will never forget. <laughs> it was so good. Question 2. Which of these was a hidden Easter egg on Tiger Woods Pro Tour or PGA Tour 1999? Is it a forest full of fallow deer? Populated, tiger, tiger to <laughs> populated by Tiger Woods himself. <laughs> for Tiger Woods' tigers to live in. <laughs> Is it uh, the South Park episode, Jesus versus Santa? Is it a video of a drunk Tiger Woods uh, doing an interview? Or is it a U2 album? Surely it's not the drunk Tiger Woods. Like His sponsors wouldn't allow that. I can tell you that the reason it was included, this thing, was because one of the members of the Activision team, or no, not Activision, don't remember who made this team, the EA Sports team, was leaving and added this as a hidden Easter egg uh, on his last day. <laughs> so that that points at the first two then. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole South Park episode? As an Easter egg? It is the... So it's not... It's 
the South Park thing before South Park became a thing. Uh, became a thing. Right. So they did a couple of animations, and Jesus versus Santa was one of them. This was the one uh, that it's kind of it's the real characters. The first one they did was like just some kids. Yes. And then the yeah, second one was some the actual that. characters, and then they got the TV show off the back of it. When which. Uh, Tiger Woods was this? Tiger Woods, PGA Tour, 1999. 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, you two were put on everything at some point, like any new iPod you the bought. The iPods, yeah, that was you, quite a famous two. thing, wasn't it? But that was much more recently. Yeah, that was that was one of the later iPods even, it wasn't yeah. early. But they were, they were around in 99, I'm sure. They've been around a long time. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know if you'd do that for uh, for a joke because people would just be like, oh, it's you too. <laughs> be like, oh, get this off here. <laughs> I'm just selling my iPod with the, the, with the YouTube album on it. So I'm going to say it's one of the first two. Mm-hmm. Where In 99, where would he have got a drunk interview of Tiger Woods <laughs> because there was no internet? It was early days of the internet, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so where? So mm. maybe, get... maybe he took it. <laughs> maybe he did the interview. <laughs> Got him drunk and then did the interview. But then that's more in keeping with the video game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's tough. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go A. I'm gonna go South Park. The South Park episode. And you are correct. It is the South Park episode. It was included without anyone's knowledge. Nice. No one at the game. South Park guys didn't know it. <laughs> they just, they just, <laughs> just found it. Fan. Yeah, it was the very early days of the internet, and that was a viral hit. That's why the South Park show got created. And yeah. the guy who worked on it obviously enjoyed it, so put it on as like a hidden Easter egg. You couldn't get it through playing it on the PlayStation, though. You had to put the disc into a computer. Huh. And then when he did, you got a, like, there was a a file on there. Who found that? It's a good question. Who, Some... who was putting it in the computer? Somebody's dad. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Oh, oh, I want to look at what's on this disc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure there's nothing naughty. <laughs> and then they watched the South Park. I was like, whoa! <laughs> it caused a stir, South yeah. Park, didn't it? When yes. it first came yeah, out, it, it was really it was. No, watching it back now, it Children seems swearing. kind of yeah. It seems kind of tame now. Yeah, but in the day, those first few ones, especially. Yeah, it was like, and especially that Jesus versus Santa is real sacrilegious as well. If yeah. you're religious at all, it's real funny. <laughs> <laughs> Question three: Sticking with Tiger Woods, what superpower did Tiger Woods have in Tiger Woods 2009 as a result of a glitch? Is it a he had a code which would make him dance. Bless you. Uh, would make him dance, and if he did it, it made him hit his driver twice the distance. Is it B, he could fly? Or is it C, he could walk on water? Hmm. A doesn't seem like a glitch. It seems like an Easter egg. Or like... Yeah, I mean, I, well, I guess it is. They didn't mean it. it yeah, they didn't. In- I guess. Yeah, I don't know how they would have got that into, the, like, why they would have put that into the game. Because quite a lot of Easter eggs or cheats and that are for testers, so that yes. they can, like, so they take away the challenge. Yeah. So that they can find all the things that are wrong. Yeah. But 
being able to hit it really far, I guess maybe you'd have to test the physics of it in case someone did do it. Yeah, and it went like way out the back. Yeah, like went up into outer space or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like came back round and hit him in the head <laughs> like yeah. all the way around the world. <laughs> um, so they just put the little dance in because <laughs> why not? Or maybe, yeah, maybe maybe it's more of an Easter egg than a glitch then maybe. The flying, I could I could see like mm-hmm. sometimes computer games just get weird they do. and then the ground disappears. Yeah. <laughs> In researching this, I looked at NBA 2K15, which is quite a recent game yeah. to have these glitches in it. Some of the glitches are hilarious. Yeah. There's one where like there's a guy sat on sat on the bench, and then all of a sudden this guy just like he's sitting down and just like slowly <laughs> moves towards yeah. him, just sat down and he sits on his knee. <laughs> It's so funny to watch. It's so like it's so stupid, but it's so funny. Yeah, and even just like the glitches are like a hand just comes through somebody. (laughs) There's very little funny because it's like it's uncanny valley. So you know it's human, but you also know it's not. Yeah, and like it's just so funny. There's very little funnier. So I could see the flying. I could definitely see the walking in water because. Why should they be going into the water? Don't need to code for that. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's just going to hit their ball in the water now. And now Tiger's in the water every single time. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to go C. C, walking on water. Yeah. And you are correct. <laughs> it is a very well-known glitch, apparently. I think Everyone, I might have heard of it. Yeah. And not only was it a glitch in the game, uh, EA Sports commissioned Tiger Woods to do a video, like a joke video, of him actually walking on water. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so he walks own out. It. Just own it. Yeah. <laughs> he like walks out on the water and then he dips his club into the water, like so to show that it's not shallow, and then just hits his shot off the off the water. It's so good. That's cool. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is a well known glitch and quite a good one, I think. Yeah. I think that's a goodie. If you're gonna have a glitch it may as well be make that. it look like you, like make it Jesus, look like it's yeah. on purpose yeah. <laughs> question four which of these strange perks did Gran Turismo 2 come with is it A a scratch and sniff disc is it B it made the noise of a screeching car as the disc span up in the console or is it C there was actual tyre rubber on the disc. Oh, I played Gran Turismo. I played it quite a lot. Gran Turismo 2? Don't know. There's been a lot of them. There has, yeah. <laughs> this was the one before the graphics were good. <laughs> but I played Gran Turismo 2 a lot. This was on the PS1 and it was incredible. What did it smell like? Not tell him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ah, was it Gran Turismo 2? don't remember. I remember playing it thinking the graphics were pretty good. Yeah, at the time, yeah. I remember thinking the graphics were amazing as well. And now you look back and you're like, is, that, is it a car? <laughs> this is a box. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, cars were, were like that that's as true. well. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, probably really accurate. <laughs> Do you ever, did you ever play Metal Gear Solid 1? Yeah. I remember when I was at high school and Metal Gear Solid 2 had come out. Yeah. on the PS2 
and I'd only got I only had a PS1 at the time and I remember talking to a friend and saying oh no the graphics on, on Mega Solid 1 they're great I remember them oh, being great brilliant yeah and then he's, we had the gaming magazines in the library so we were looking at this gaming magazine and it had the direct comparison of Snake <laughs> in Mega Solid 1 and Snake in Mega Solid 2 and Snake in Mega Solid 1 it's just got like a flat face there's yeah. no there's no features whatsoever <laughs> I was like that's not what it looks like. <laughs> then you go back and play. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have been completely duped. <laughs> yeah, the PS2 was such a uh, step change a in uh, graphics. Up. Yeah, it really was. Much more so than you get these days in between yeah, console so. variations. Like the PS1 graphics were horrific, really, yeah. <laughs> by comparison. Uh, I mean, and but they're trying to do like real people, which is like yeah. a step up from. The Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, it's and true. Stuff. The PS1 was a massive step up as well. Yeah, it was the first 3D console. Yes, really. it was. Yeah, that and the Xbox came a bit after. Mm. Um, but then PS2 was a huge leap. That yeah. and then the 360 was better than the PS2. And then since then, it's kind of leveled out uh, yeah, a bit. Yeah. Gran Turismo. Did it smell? <laughs> Did That's it the question. Or. Did he get stuck because it was covered in rubber? <laughs> okay, so I think I might have played Gran Turismo 2 and I don't uh-huh. remember it making loads of noise. Okay. I also don't remember it smelling. So I think that this was only the first so many. It wasn't, right. wasn't every issue. Even the with disc. the noise? Because you could keep that in fairly easily, could you? You could, but it, I, I think it was only the first thousand or first hundred thousand issues or whatever. I don't know why you'd want that. I don't know why you'd want a smelly disc either. <laughs> it's the future. I reckon it's... it's 3D, a... isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon A or C. Uh-huh. Would so... it have compromised disc quality by putting rubber on it? It's a risk in like a new console. Yeah, but I think the top of the disc... Is nothing, is it? It's only the bottom that the laser yeah. looks at, isn't it? Just whether how whether much space stick. there is yeah. between. So I assume it was a very thin layer yeah. of actual rubber. Just to make it look cool. Yeah, feel weird. Yeah. Yeah, let's go C. You go C, actual tyre rubber on the disc? Yeah. The correct answer is that the disc itself was scratch and sniff. <laughs> And the smell that it came with well, was disc smell. <laughs> <laughs> and in such a way, many discs are scratching to sniff, aren't they? <laughs> no, the smell was of like a pit, like a a pit like stop. Like oil and yeah, it smells like oil and like burning tires and stuff. <laughs> apparently, whether that was real or not, or like whether it actually smelled like that or not, yeah. I don't know. Whether it smelled like a burning, I don't know. But that is apparently that was a gimmick, and it was not just Gran Turismo Two. It was also FIFA Two Thousand and One. Smelled of also a did this, <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out it was just a faulty, a faulty batch of discs. <laughs> no, the FIFA one smelled like the pitch. They tried to make it smell like grass. <laughs> so there you go. Problem with scratch and sniff is the discs also scratched and fucked, <laughs> <laughs> and you just get a real smelly feel. One, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just scratching it all the time. <laughs> Question five. What was wrong with Christian Kirksey in Madden 2015? Was it A, he had two heads? 
Was it B, he was only two inches tall? Or was it C, he had no arms or legs? (laughs) 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 All of them are a problem. They they are all a problem, yeah. (laughs) Like... Was this not found in, like, beta testing? Nope. <laughs> Nobody plays him. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to This is what I assume. He must have been, like, a bench warmer. And the, so this hadn't tested him. <laughs> so when the game shipped, this, this problem was in the game. Uh, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say the easiest mistake to make would be two inches tall. Just making the player model far too small. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe... Um, Maybe it's made by the European team and inches and centimetres. <laughs> I thought it was two centimetres, no better. But it could have been two metres, could yeah. yeah. That'd probably be about right as well for a football player. Um, yeah, no arms and legs. That'd be fairly easy to get wrong as well, to get to have no arms and no legs. Like the model would just be messed up. Like, I don't I, um, I don't really I don't really know how you code that though. Well, in so this is Madden 2015. So by this time, they were probably putting tattoos and people on them, so that the arms weren't wouldn't have been interchangeable arms. Yeah, you'd have in, like everyone would have individual arms. Mm. So maybe they just forgot to code them back on. <laughs> We've made them. <laughs> we just forgot to put them back on. <laughs> There's another unknown player who's just arms and legs. <laughs> He's got four arms and four legs. <laughs> I'm gonna go two inches tall. You reckon he was two inches tall? Yeah. And you are correct. He was two inches tall. And it is, again, one of the funniest things you've ever seen. However, saying that, does he still catch it in the place for a normal-sized person? Because he's, def- he's a defender. So I don't know about the catch. I never saw one of them catch it. Like his, oh, his he, stats still for... He still tackles like a full-grown adult. Yes. <laughs> so the people go flying and he's only two inches tall. <laughs> it's so funny. And again... Yeah, and again, EA made a video about the NFL's smallest player and like him being two inches tall. And again, very really funny. Good. They really owned it again. It's yeah. such a... like. EA, for all that they're like a soulless corporation, they do seem to own things like this, like, yeah. especially back in the day. They own the glitches and it's they clever, make it isn't into it? a joke. It's yeah, clever. real clever, I think. It's very good. And question six, you are three from five. Going very well so Not far. Not bad. Yeah. Misspent youth. Question six, which of these is not a real video game name? Is it Mutant League Football? Is it Ninja Golf or is it Roughneck Ping Pong? Oh, it could be any one of these and none of them. <laughs> I can tell you it is one of them. <laughs> I can tell you what console each was on, if that would help at all. Yeah. So Mutant League Football was on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Ninja Golf was on the Atari 7800. And redneck, uh, roughneck ping pong rather is on Commodore sixty four. Hmm. Did you ever have any of those consoles? My dad had a Commodore sixty four. I saw it. Yeah, but there was a disc operated. Was it a disc or tape? Tape. It was I a think. tape one, wasn't it? I yeah, think. even older. So we had a disc operated computer when I was a kid. But I think tape is older than that. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. We also had a Sega Mega Drive, which I think is what the Genesis. The Genesis was the Mega Drive, but in America, I think. Oh uh, right, yeah. I think. So we didn't have the Genesis in the UK, I don't think. We had, yeah, we had a Sega Mega Drive. A friend yeah. of ours had a Sega Saturn. Ooh. Rich. 
Djokovic and that was a very <laughs> short-lived console the Sega it was, Saturn yeah. CD console before CD <laughs> consoles were a big thing yeah and poor it was not good none no. of the games on it were good although I remember playing Pro Evo on it or oh, yeah. it would have been ISS soccer yes. in those days <laughs> with all the, the, the names like Shirare for Shira <laughs> 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 it was so good um Roberto Larcos <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I could see all of these. Yeah. I don't know if the Commodore would have had... I mean, it definitely would have had ping pong. Mm. Rough, mean, it's yeah. one of the easiest things to make, wasn't it? That's why yeah. they made pong on the oscilloscope or whatever. Yeah. Because it was so easy to make. But Roughneck ping, ping pong? Mm. Maybe, maybe they weren't allowed to call it pong. Because that was like, so they had to just. Yeah. So this is not this is not your daddy's pong. Yeah. <laughs> Roughneck pong. <laughs> You're gonna leave this with a fat lip, <laughs> fat tulip. Um, I, I'm gonna go roughneck ping pong. You reckon roughneck ping pong? Yeah, it's a real stab in the dark. And you are correct, it is Roughneck <laughs> Ping Pong. I don't think anyone would use the name Roughneck, would they? <laughs> now that I think about no. it, no one says Roughneck. Yeah. It's only me that says Roughneck. It's one of my favourite words, Roughneck. I always enjoy saying it. <laughs> what does it even mean? I don't really know. Like, You know why rednecks are rednecks, yeah. but why are Roughnecks just know. got what's, real what's strong What's rough necks? about their necks? Because <laughs> yeah. we're always getting strangled, maybe. <laughs> Uh, and the final question is in a similar vein. Which of these is a is not a real video game name? Is it uh, Glenn Anderson's High Intensity Hockey? Is it Bill Lambier's Combat Basketball? Or is it C Jerry Glanville's Pigskin Football? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's a good game. <laughs> pigskin football yeah it's a big fight I can tell you what that game is I've got some descriptions of these games if you'd like to hear them go for them so Jerry Glanville's pigskin football so Jerry Glanville was an NFL player from back in the day right but this game was all Vikings it was set in the 600s and it was all Vikings playing football cool yeah but like fighting about it <laughs> yeah I could that seems like something you'd play on your phone now yeah, yeah. It, it does actually sound quite modern. It was on the Sega Genesis again, so it wasn't modern. But yeah, it does sound <laughs> it does sound like the postmodern irony sort of thing. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, go away, green fly. Um, Bill Lambier's combat basketball. Do you know who Bill Lambier is? No. Have you seen you've seen uh, Last Dance? Yes. Bill Lambier was one of the bad boy Pistons. Oh. He was the big white guy who used to batter everyone. Yeah. He was not good at basketball. He was just good at fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he was good at. And this on the Super NES, they which is the SNES, yeah. they uh, they made light of that. And this was, he was, he'd become the commissioner of basketball. This was the year two, uh, 2030, I think. He'd become the commissioner right. of basketball. Now that, that. Does sound like NES games. Yes, the nineties. It was real nineties. Like twenty. Oh, it's the year twenty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> like that fly the Concord sign. Yeah. It's the year two thousand. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was the year twenty thirty. He became the commissioner, and he has turned it into all-out brawling on the court. So again, yeah. it's just basketball, but with just a lot of fighting. 
I could see that. And the last one, Glenn Anderson's High Intensity Hockey, which is an NES game. Uh, Glenn Anderson was one of Gretzky's teammates in his Edmonton Oilers days. Um, and this High Intensity Hockey was... It, it was just hockey, but high intensity... No, it was, <laughs> again, it was just like combat hockey. More so than regular hockey is combat hockey. <laughs> like, yeah. It was all fights again. It's a good no name. No rules. I mean, all hockey is high intensity. Yeah. But high intensity hockey's got a good ring to it. It's quite it's quite good as well. Like it it doesn't say exactly what it is on the box. Yeah. So you'd look at the box and be like, Oh, what is this? And then you'd look at the back and be like, Oh yeah. yeah. It's normal ice hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I love. That's why I'm Canadian, eh? <laughs> um the 2030 thing sounds sounds really like a 1990s game. They're <laughs> yeah, all like Streets of Rage. Yeah, Streets of Rage. All set in some apocalyptic type it, future. Yeah, in what they thought was the far future and what is now the near future. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they didn't expect anyone to live that long, did they? <laughs> they thought the world would blow up before then. <laughs> um, so I reckon it's... So I'm going to say that's a game. Uh-huh. So it's... I like the sound of the last one. Jerry Glanville's pig pigskin football. Yeah, it's a good name. It is a good name. Um, so I'm going to say A. You reckon A, Glenn Anderson's high-intensity hockey is yeah. not a real game? Just a bit too boring. A bit too boring. And you are right, it was too <laughs> boring. The other two are too, too awesome, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> They're too obviously 90s games. I really want to play the last one, yeah. Jerry Glanville's Jerry <laughs> Big Football. It sounds great. Well, emulators are everywhere. And Sega Genesis, like the the files are like 10 mega... No, not even that. They're like 10 bytes. Just download the whole game. <laughs> you can download a whole library of every Sega Mega Drive game ever made, and it's like 2 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, uh, that is my advice: is to go out and play <laughs> Jerry Glanville's pigskin football, uh, football rather, and come back. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and you got five out of seven. Nice. That's very good. So I'm happy with that. In in a beautiful game, you are the beautiful player. <laughs> it's a beautiful boy. It's a beautiful boy. Turn off the console, disengage your brain. In spite of any glitches, it's a beautiful game. Turn off the console, disengage your brain. In spite of any glitches, it's a beautiful game. If you're listening in and you've thought, oh, what an incredible show this is. It's so incredible that I want my question to be answered by these two legends of podcasting. Then I, I hear we are sports genius. We are sports genius. You're all right. Um, if, you're, if you're feeling that, send it on in. Don't be shy. We're not that legendary yet. People, like, we're still personable. Like, if you see us in the street, you'll, we'll still talk to you. We're not that high above us yet. We're getting there. But. We've, we've set the bar of what we're expecting, and it's quite low. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's got to be of some sort of quality, I suppose. But anything, we'll, we'll answer anything. You know us. We talk about all kinds of old shit on this show. So, so let us talk about your shit. Yeah, if we're going to talk about we may if we're going to talk about shit, we may as well talk about your shit, haven't we? <laughs> so yeah, if you want to get in touch, send us uh, an email at backseatcoaches at hotmail dot com, or you can tweet us at backseatcoaches. Pretty sure that's right, yep. Or you can get us on Facebook. We are Backseat Coaches Podcast on Facebook. Or, I don't know, put a message in a bottle and put it in the sea. 
I go to the sea every day and check to see if there's any bottles there. So you never know. Well, you, might, you might get lucky. You're not allowed to go that far. I do what I want. Don't you, don't you tell me off, Boris. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let's ask the question that is burning in your mouth. Let's ask for I have an Ask Sports Genius. You've been out asking wheeze geniuses, and yep. you've been asking people to tell us things for geniuses to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally do this side of it. <laughs> I'm normally the one asking for the questions. <laughs> yep, I went to the public and I said, what What are your questions? What are your woes? <laughs> wheeze experts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need to do? What do you need to know? Yeah. And they came back with this. Mm-hmm. Will Euro 2020... Be in 4K? And that's a very, very good question. It hasn't specified, like, will it be filmed in 4K um, or shown in 4K? No, in real life. Is it? I assume. <laughs> is that, it in 4K in real yeah. life? And from what I've seen, no, is the answer. Is <laughs> <laughs> only in 1080p, I'm afraid. <laughs> if that. <laughs> Wayne really looks like he's in 640p, doesn't he? <laughs> to be fair, I, what, I was watching the game on BBC HD yeah. and it did look clearer than real life. On the HD channel? That's yeah. only 1080p. I know. So what's real life? What? <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. That, that is what it was. Yeah, so real life was less clear than that game. Yeah, real life looks fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to the opticians, mate. If I can see the TV in HD. <laughs> can you, though? I'm not sure you can. <laughs> you need thicker glasses. <laughs> I can tell you, the... 2020 Euros is clearly being played in the 2000s, not the 4000s. All right, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ask the question that is burning in your mouth. Let's ask for genius. I used to do jokes, didn't I? Yeah. What happened to them? What happened to that, Boz? I've probably got some on my phone, you know. Do you want one? <laughs> I do still write jokes, I just don't tell you about them. <laughs> I don't know, myself. Just, just in case I ever do some stand-up. Sat, sat on the chain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am funny. <laughs> you guys wouldn't get it. <laughs> it's not that funny. It's time for World Record of the Week. Everyone's the best at at least one thing. It's a world record of the week. No jokes. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> it's because you, you thought you were expecting a joke, weren't you? You were ready. And this week, the world record of the week is a guy called Rian Canuff from Omaha, Nebraska. And he did 60 skydiving jumps in 24 hours. That's a lot. It is a lot. Unless... He the plane didn't take off. He just jumped out of the plane. <laughs> In which case, not it's not a skydive, is it? <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> no, he did sixty skydives in twenty four hours. But what makes it a world record is the fact that he did nothing. He did it whilst wearing nothing but his safety equipment. He did sixty fully nude in the nudie. Yeah, and apparently it is an informal tradition for skydivers to perform their hundredth jump in the nude. Did you know that? I did not. Nor did I. So I'm not a skydiver. I'm also not sure that that's legal. That seems. (laughs) Because you're out in the public. Surely that's public indecency. What if you're doing it over a nudie beach? 
Uh, maybe that's what you have to do. You yeah, have to, land to stay real beach. low. <laughs> so you don't have to go, like, so people can't see you from outside of the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to do it in a balloon, a hot air balloon. Um, funny story. Emma, Emma's dad booked a chalet, like yeah. a holiday chalet in lower stuff the other, the other weekend. Yeah. And Emma went to stay with them. Accidentally booked it next to a nudie beach. <laughs> Did he? It wasn't on the nudie beach. You could see the nudie beach. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> All the old people on the nudie beach. Only ever old people. It is, yeah. I mean, that's the only people who are nudists. How old was this skydiver? Don't actually have an age for him, but I think he was... Over not, 60. I don't, I don't think he is, but Ooh. I think it's because skydivers are a different breed, aren't they? I don't think he's a nudist. I think he's just... He's a skydiver, so he's a bit of a nutter. And maybe the 60 in 24 hours was already done. And 61 was not possible. With your clothes on. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I could do it with my clothes on. <laughs> I'd get too tired, I'd get too hot. It's <laughs> 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 your face. <laughs> oh, that got me. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, so Rian Kanu <laughs> did did his sixty nicely cooled <laughs> nicely cooled skydives <laughs> in honour of the Movember Foundation. So he did do it for a good cause. So uh, he had a big old tash. Oh, uh, maybe that's the only thing he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, he did it for a good cause, which is very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. I've got nothing more to say about it. <laughs> Put your clothes on, Rian. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about people who should keep their clothes on is <laughs> David Watch. <laughs> and there's nothing this week. Thank God, no. So we did two last week. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to have broken one this week. So have either you... either he's waiting till Friday to or something put it terrible out. has happened. It's possible. I mean, it's not beyond the bounds. You shouldn't joke about it. Have you phoned him? <laughs> I, I probably should. He hasn't returned my calls. <laughs> Um, so, in in lieu of actually talking about a David record, I thought we might give him an idea, mm. one that he might do, because there was a record broken this week by a guy called Will Cutbill in Solihull. So Ooh. we might have seen him, might have seen him nice. out on the streets. Uh, he's a 23 year old man from Solihull, and during lockdown, he found himself eating a lot of M and M's, as a lot of us do. Nice. Um, I do love an M and M. You like an M and M? Yeah, definitely. Pe- peanut. Chocolate. Yeah. Pe- uh, crispy? You get the crispy ones as well. Probably peanut. I think the chocolate ones are probably my favourite. But I do mm. like the peanut ones. And the crispy ones are like a few of, but then I get bored of them. Yeah. The problem with the just the chocolate ones, I get them through them too quickly. That, that is, I mean, that's the problem with all M&M's. Yeah. They're so edible. Like, they're so little. You're like, one's not enough, ten's not enough, a hundred's not enough, and then the bag's gone. Bit pricey, though. This guy's he's got, got a bit of money about him. Well, he lives in Solihull, mm. so... Solihull, sorry. I said it wrong. Yeah, so. Chemsley Wood. <laughs> Chemsley Wood. No, the opposite. Um, so, yes, he was eating a lot of M&Ms in lockdown and decided that it wasn't... Like, he shouldn't do this without trying to do something with his life. He needs an excuse. Yeah. So, he started to stack them. Oh, and tough. And the world Peanut? record... I think these must have been the chocolate yeah. ones because those peanut ones are <laughs> circular. <laughs> One. <laughs> Done. <laughs> uh, yeah, these must have been the chocolate ones. And I assume there's no, there must be rules against melting them because mm. if you melt them a little bit, they just get a bit flat and then they're yeah. really easy. Um, 
So he started stacking them, and the world record for stack. Do you want to guess what the previous world record for stacking them is? How many? The Six. most stack. It was four. Yeah. And he broke it with five. So nice. David, David would need to do six. And Will Cutbill said, I thought about doing six, and then I thought it's impossible. But I don't see why. Because why would five, you try it? He said he didn't have time. So the reason he... <laughs> the reason... He's only just broke this one. It's been <laughs> since the start of lockdown he's been trying to do this. <laughs> so it, it took him a long time to get it broken, apparently. Really? Yeah, it took him a lot of efforts. Because I guess you've just got to... Because they're not, they're not perfectly trying. uniform. You just find the ones that match the tessellate together i yeah. guess eventually which i reckon that's why this is why i reckon david could do this because i reckon he's got the analytical skills to pick out the ones that would tessellate well so there's, there's no like time limit that you have to do it within, I assume like, not. five like, in 30 seconds or no there's no no time limit. i don't think the like the ones that david's done where he's done the highest towers of things you have to let go of them for uh, yeah. an amount of time for it to be a freestanding tower. Um, but otherwise, no, I think you can do it as slowly as you want. Uh, so that's why he couldn't try six, because his five fell over after the set time. Because if your five still stood... Yeah, I, yeah, it must have. It must have yeah. <laughs> but I think with the Guinness World Records, you have to do like loads of camera angles to show you haven't used any glue or anything and like you that. Knocked over. <laughs> yeah, and like, well, yeah, and like with all the camera angles, you probably just like sod it. I can't be asked now. Yeah. So there you go, David. We phoned down the gauntlet. If you're listening, and he won't be listening, so he'll know. <laughs> he doesn't listen to us. <laughs> it's so one-sided this relationship. Team of the week. Team of the week this week is Sadio Mane. Yeah. The Liverpool striker. He is a Liverpool striker. For he has donated $693,000 or 500,000 of your English pounds Mm -hmm. to fund a hospital in his hometown of Bambali, Senegal. That's awesome. Really good. Yeah. Um, So good enough to be team of the week based on that alone. Yep. But he did also donate $350,000 for a school in the same town, in his hometown, Mm -hmm. in 2019. And in 2018, he donated 300 Liverpool shirts. (laughs) So I feel he had a lot making up to do. (laughs) He's like, well, you use these for, like, firewood. And then then we'll build the school. Keep warm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what good does that do, donating those Liverpool shirts? What's it, the point of that? It was so they could wear them whilst watching the Champions League final that Liverpool were in. That he was playing in? Yeah, so they could support me. Yeah, like, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one more supporter, please. <laughs> I need to get everyone on my side. Yeah. As if they weren't going to support him anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess... Because football in a lot of parts of the world is massive, isn't it? It's like the thing. Yeah. So maybe 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 Liverpool shirts are worth a bit more there than here, where I literally would use them as toilet paper. So, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what they were using them for. <laughs> maybe, maybe, toilet paper. maybe. What I did like about this um, article, uh, he said, um, donated this money for construction of a hospital in his hometown, Bambali, Senegal, which is 400 kilometres outside of Dakar. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say outside. <laughs> it's 400 kilometres outside. <laughs> <laughs> outside of Dakar. Like, is that... You, you said, like, 
I live just outside of Birmingham. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would. You're not outside. It's of not Deco. on the outskirts, is it? You are 400 kilometres away. That's the other side of the country. <laughs> yeah, surely. Oh yeah, we're just outside the yeah. just outside the capital. Oh, yeah. uh, how how long how long does it just take? Just in to the get? suburbs. In the so, burbs. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 20, 10, 10, 10 minutes. Something like that. Is it? <laughs> yeah, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come round on Sunday. He'll be in an airport next. <laughs> Just a short flight from week. Funny story to finish the week is Norwegian golfer Victor Hovland, who was forced to withdraw from the US Open on Friday because he got sand in his eye because <laughs> he hit a bunker shot into his eye. <laughs> what a pillock. Does he not know the trick where you pull your eyelid your top eyelid down over the bottom one. Well, like a go. camel. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just put it out and down as far as you can. Yeah. And then let it go. Do that a couple of times. Gets anything out. I, I don't know that trick. There you go. You'd still be playing in the US uh, Open uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for that, not knowing that trick. Look, this is a great podcast. It really is. People are learning left and right here. I, uh, is that real? Is that a real thing? Works for me. Because camels, camels do have like big eyelids like that, don't they? Which I assume is for keeping... Big old eyelashes as well. They do have big so eyelashes. So that stops it getting in. But once it's yeah. in... They get a big eyelid over the shop. Yeah. And I don't understand how that works. But no, me neither. But I'm going to believe it. I believe you. <laughs> Um, the freak injury occurred ahead of the second round of the tournament, so he'd gotten into uh, the second round. It's not this, that's when the cut is, so he was yeah. still in the tournament anyway. And he withdrew midway around the round as his vision just started to, to, to deteriorate. <laughs> but he was also six over par by that point. Mm. So, mm, oh my eye! Oh, I've got, I think I've got a bit of sand in. I'm gonna have to abandon. I'm afraid. Sorry. Uh, what? What? Uh, hmm. So, just put an even par. Just put just an even a, par down. It's just a bit of sand. It's glass. I'll have you know. <laughs> It's going to be glass. It will be <laughs> sometime in the future. <laughs> and there was a, a a note from the tournament directors who said, typically, when faced with such an un- unfortunate circumstance, the remedial action is to blink a few times and the sand will clear. <laughs> However, the unique San Diego sand decided to linger. Decided to. <laughs> yeah. uh, that... Is that what's unique about it's conscious. <laughs> it's conscious. It's sentient sand. And it clearly doesn't like Norwegian people. It's a racist sand as well. Trump sand. Trump supporter sand. <laughs> Have a great week. Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes, you and can. Why f- wouldn't you? Well, everybody does. I mean, everyone, everyone I, in the world. I don't know how they found this one. <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds podcasts. To be honest, it's impossible. <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website, which is uh, backseatcoaches.co.uk. You can. You can get involved with us on Facebook. We are Backseat Coaches Podcast on Facebook. We've got a little cheeky page. Or send us a tweet on Twitter at Backseat Coaches. Yeah. We do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. This little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter. You, you get any retweets? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or 
iTunes. Yeah. And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five star review. Anywhere you find us, give us five stars, please. If, please. If, if you see us in the street, just give us like five stars. I love. Oh, do you know? Like Milky Way stars. stars. No Milky Way stars. That's oh, all I want. nice. So go and buy some and give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Euro schmuros. Tweak stuff or keys. <laughs> see you, suckers.